Hello and welcome to Hit the Bricks. Everything interesting about Guthrie, Oklahoma. We are here at the knitting and crocheting capital of the world. That's right. Boom, downtown yep. Guthrie. Yeah. We're gonna use a lot of phrases today that may not be factually like on point, but we're just gonna go with it. So works for me. Uh, Keely, thanks for letting us be here today. Oh, thanks for calling. You're supposed yeah. to tell us the name of the business so I can oh. follow up. Sit up with a kiss. Swack. Yes. <laughs> Do we have I've been waiting all day to say swack. You're here. Do we have sound effects? <laughs> we can edit that. Well, I'll, yeah. It's usually you with the sound effects, <laughs> yeah. but not me. We can edit out what you just said, like, like you saying it, and then every once in a while, just like there's awkward silence. Yes. Not that there ever is. No, there's <laughs> not. No. And it's like. You're going slack. Um, put you uh, on the payroll. Like yeah, it. absolutely. Please. So what, what happens here? What what we sell a lot of yarn. A lot of yarn. A lot of yarn to very avid knitters and crocheters. They're pretty serious about it. They're very serious yeah. about it. It's uh, really kind of more of a way of life. It's not like you just pop in and knit something and leave. It's It, it doesn't work that way. If anybody ever mm -hmm. makes you anything, it's a labor of love. You need to cherish it because that's why you can't go and really buy on the market something that someone has knit for you because they've put hundreds of hours into making you the sweater, so you um, better wear it. If someone gives you a sweater they knitted for you, oh, yeah. if you don't like it, just lie. Yes. Uh, Absolutely. You, yeah. If Absolutely. Like, if you're like, that's the ugliest sweater I've ever had. Just tell them you love it. Yeah, because it, it really crushes all the time. time in it. Yeah. It took half their life to knit that sweater. Well, and the cost uh, of the materials, that's what really kind of surprises people is, you know, what they pay, you know, especially at my store, because we sell quality natural fibers. Um, it probably costs more than you would expect to pay yeah. for a sweater. So it's an expensive hobby. I think people, most people know going in what they're looking for, right? Uh, for the most part, we yeah. get people with, you know, some have no idea. They just come to get inspired. Some have a pattern. They're just looking for yarn. Some just come and look at what we've made and say, yeah. I want one of those too. So we, we kind of handle all sorts of requests. It's like, a, oh, I want that camera. Like, oh, that's why those cameras are nice. I get it. Yeah. I'll get there one day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's um, same process, uh, uh, quality. Right. Not all yarns the same. Uh, years ago, yeah. I had a second location down in um, the city, and our landlord was actually the Red Cup. You may be familiar with them. It's a yeah. coffee house. And Kurt, when he wasn't really sure a yarn shop was really the good neighbor for him. He goes, well, can't you buy yarn at Walmart? And I, sometimes I just, I'm right on. I said, well, can't you get coffee at McDonald's? He went, oh, I get it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it all makes sense now. Yes. So he goes, I understand now. But yeah, there is a difference. Um, so like, what is that difference? Just me being, it's quality, done. Justin. That's what she just said. Right. But well, when you get discount yarn, you're getting, you know, mostly synthetics. You know, it's it's with plastic. You know, it's, it's not natural. Uh, Here we you. have, you know, high, you know, high quality wools that, you know, not just itchy wools. We don't sell itchy wools. We sell merinos and alpacas. I even have uh, more vicuna coming in, which is extremely rare. What? Vicuna. What's that? It was illegal up until recently to even export out of Peru. It's a little animal. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's very exciting. It's this little fast animal that's similar to like an alpaca, part of the cameloid family. I feel like you're making this up. No, it's not. Awesome. In fact, it's uh, known as like the uh, fiber of the uh, gods mm -hmm. in the Inca. I was hoping you were going to say that. It is. It's very. It's, it's very <laughs> rare. They put. They don't uh, produce coat very often, and uh, they've almost hunted them to extinction because it's kind of hard to catch and shear a very fast vicuna, and so it's been highly endangered uh, in Peru. And only recently they started letting limited amounts out. And we have, like that last year they put a moratorium and no coming out, but we have black vicuna coming this year. Save up those. Expenses. When does that arrive? 
Uh, probably October or November. You have to order m months in advance. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Months in advance. Um, I know last time they had Vicuna, it was a natural. They only let 60 into the whole country and I had like 10 of them. Mm. Vicuna. Vicuna. Little, and you get two little balls and a little bo pretty box in a pattern. You gotta keep talking. I'm gonna Google a picture of Vicuna. I don't even know what it looks like. Yeah. What? Aaron already has it on the screen. Does he? Yeah. <laughs> <Probably>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like Siri with his brain. You know, here comes the Vicuna. Vicuna. Ooh, vi but that's little... the like extreme example. Right, Not right. you know, and it's, sure. it's like sticker shock on, on that for sure. But. Not everything costs that much. And your store mm -hmm. is huge. Yeah, I have one of the biggest stores yeah. around. Yeah. Yeah, even for when you go to bigger localities, like, you know, bigger cities, their yarn shops aren't my size. Mm -hmm. I've always had the attitude, you build it, they'll come. And they do. I get them from all over. Where? To come to buy yarn. Uh, like we did our launch for our Rowan flagship store last month. We had people from Dallas, from Kansas, and just for that event, and they continue to come in. They come from all over. We're the only one around this area. I imagine you have a lot of that orders that you shipped out as well. Yes, we do yeah. a lot online as well, but we're kind of a, a destination. And when people who knit, they travel, they sit, I mean, they go from yarn shop to yarn shop. Because they want to touch it and feel it before oh. they know what they're buying. It's the same way with equipment. You want to see it, mm -hmm. how it works. And so anytime a knitter is traveling, they already know. They yeah. know where the yarn shops are, and they're going to go and find them. Yeah. And so it's nice being right off I-35. So you have a lot of people that make Guthrie their stop because they can come in. And, they, you know, it, it's great that it's not just me in the middle of a field. I mean, it's helpful sure. that you have all this around mm -hmm. you, too. It's an added benefit, especially mm -hmm. for people traveling with them that may not want to go and pull off yeah. the yard shop. You got yeah. coffee shops, bed and breakfasts, shopping. Something all for right everybody. Yeah. So it, it really makes it easy. So we get a lot of, you know, travel throughs coming yeah. just to see. Weekend you. stay type. Well, it's thing. easy for them to get in and out or they can stay. Oh. Very cool. So like uh, people who buy things at your shop, the yarn here, um, uh, like, you know, tons of retailers these days are being hurt by like, you know, Amazon, whatever else. Mm -hmm. Like that's not something like people like seek you out for your products. Do you right. see Amazon as like a competitor or do you no. like, ah, whatever, Amazon? No, yarn is something you Different have level. to touch, feel, see, color is something mm -hmm. you can't buy off of a screen. Plus, a lot of times, knitting is not something you just learn in a week. It's a lifetime yeah. pursuit of knowledge to really master. And so they need our expertise because they're, you know, there's only so much you can learn watching videos on YouTube. So when they buy projects, you know, for me, we're here to help them. Yeah. They've got hands-on expert help and Amazon ain't going to do that for you. Best way to market this, this field is uh, trade shows and just, I mean, how, um, how do you market? How do I market this? Marketing's become more challenging, I think, with the internet. You know, back, you know, in, I've been doing this a long time, in the old days, you know, magazines, knitting magazines were our best ads. We put ads in, you know, magazines that knit. People would find me. You know, they go and look at the back, you know, Vogue Knitting and find retailers in Oklahoma. And that's where they say, oh, there's one in Oklahoma where I live. Yeah. And so I can reach most of my customers just advertising in all the different knitting magazine publications. But those days are over. Because, um, you know, I have to, you know, when I advertise to a broad audience, say I put out an ad in Oklahoma, I will get some, but even though a lot of people knit and crochet, it's still, I'm, I'm looking for that one section of people. That's why knitting magazines were my best gig. Uh, and then social media at first was really great when it was yeah. new, but now it's like, you know, screaming in the middle of a rainstorm. Yeah. No one can hear you. Yeah. I've gone back to um, direct mail, actually. Okay. Direct mail sale on the rise. So is the majority out of Guthrie? Majority in Guthrie? No, majority is out of Guthrie. Correct. Most yeah. of my customers yeah. come from Edmond and Oklahoma City yeah. area. Yeah. You know, but then, you know, in Tulsa, it, it starts going out right. from there. But I do have a very nice group of uh, Guthrie hitters. It's very large. Yeah. And we've created a lot of hitters over the years here. 
And crochet yours. We do that too. At what point were you like, uh, I should have a store? Well, Justin, most things I do, I fall into backwards. You know, I'd like to say that I have this, you know, great life plan and I follow it to a T, but things don't always go that way. I've actually... You didn't go to knitting college and then kind of, grad school? And... I've grown up in this business. My okay. mom was an avid, crap, you know, creator. She did all forms of needlework. She was brilliant, very mm -hmm. master at what she did. And so I've honestly been kind of doing this since like the mid-70s. I've grown up helping her, you know, volunteer help at yarn shops and she had her own needlework store and, you know, doing this all over the years. And um, I was probably right out of college and mom was getting back into knitting. She had quilted for a long time and finally said, I'm done and wanted to knit for me. And we went to what was the one yarn shop at the time, which was your standard yarn shop for the day. And it was for someone my age, in my early 20s, this is an old lady store. Yeah. I'm like, please mom, no, just take me to the mall. Yeah. I don't, this is not what we wear. <laughs> and so back then, uh, dating myself, the hot thing was uh, sweaters with pictures all over them. Kind of like, you know, the old ugly pictures, you know, yeah. ugly Christmas sweaters. That was when they weren't ugly, they were hot. Well, I used to work at Ballyus years ago and those were like, in fact, I was working there. Those are all the rage. It's been like three, $400 on one of these sweaters. And mom's like, there's no patterns. So I started designing patterns for her to make. And I got to thinking, there's gotta be other girls like me, because moms always like to knit for their daughters and said right. themselves. And before we know it, we started with our pattern company and we had so many people wanting yarn. It just kind of went from there. So I quit my, my job. I was actually, I'm actually a CPA and opened a store yarn shop. You mentioned dating yourself sweatshirt. Back back when I was growing up, it was cool to wear your sweatshirt inside out. Oh yeah. You remember that? Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. Yeah. that was a cool thing. Right. It was a cool thing. It was. Yeah. <laughs> well, ugly picture sweaters used to not be ugly. They were actually yeah, I like remember those fever, too. pitch, yeah. crazy. Yeah. yeah, and that's kind of what how I started this whole thing. Crazy. Crazy enough. Now yeah. here I am. It's all my kuna. <laughs> A lot of people, like, they, they knit sweaters, obviously, they knit, knit hats. Scarves, scarves. socks, oh, socks yeah. are big, shawls. Especially soft scarves, the scarves. Mm -hmm. We have a lot of them. Mm -hmm. I think we have soft. Yeah, they, you knit everything. Hmm. We don't like, I mean, there's some things people you know, could knit, like pants, I mean, not real practical. Right. There are actually patterns for those, but those are the, like your old 70s and ha ha, you know, like, no, we don't make those. Halloween costume type thing. Yeah, it's you know it's not something you want to make that's just going to be like a that minute trend because you by the time you get it made it trends over. But if Russell Westbrook wears it, then it's cool. There you go. Uh -huh. For him, I'm like, really? What? What is that? Yeah, maybe yeah. I need to wear some more knitted stuff. Then I really yeah. have a lot of business. I need to wear. I mean, that's maybe I need to make him a hat or something. My cool days are behind me, so I don't know what cool is anymore. Your next sponsorship opportunity needs to be like a basketball player that you can say, hey, here's, you know. He's wearing swack, right? <laughs> well, we never know where the next trend's coming from. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's just kind of crazy. We just kind of wait for it. You know, when I was a kid, my mom always had like patterns everywhere and she was always making clothes mm -hmm. for my sister. Mm -hmm. um, never, never made clothes for us boys, I don't think. Like, it, well, boys see, do get kind of the short end of the stick, even in knitting. I mean, we've got yeah. a lot more girl stuff. I mean, there's some boy stuff that I don't know why people don't like to make for boys. Really? I like to yeah. I made a few things for Mason. So. Scarves? I like scarves. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Guys need stuff, too. Yeah. I've got a, a knitted scarf that I, it even has, uh, like, at the end of it, it has little pockets that were knitted mm -hmm. into it. Oh, that's so handy. Wow. Yeah. You, you, you know, you, you could uh, make your pockets own. Pockets for, like, for Men do knit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. well, they make great knitters. The, the knitted scarf I have, like the, the pockets are awesome because you can like, not only can you put your hands in them, you can put stuff in them if you want to. Like keys in your wallet? Whatever you want to put in the pocket. You can. What, what, what do you put in your pockets? 
Uh, he's just my hands. Hands, yeah. yeah. Kind of wrap it around my neck and then I put my hands in. I can teach you how to make you another one if you need. Yes. That's easy. How long would it yeah. take you to teach him to, oh, to do a scarf? That's a, the best question of the day. <laughs> Not long. I mean, it yeah. depends on the person. Some people, you know. It's a good caveat. But probably not long. You know, we do our. Not long. She looked at me. She's like, But I think you could do it. Disclaimer. I say, we usually make great knitters. It's kind of that engineering brain. Yeah. Men make great knitters. No, it would take me, usually our beginning class, the first hour or so, we've got you kind of going. Right on. So uh, let's keep going with this, this okay. project that we're working on. If mm-hmm. I say I've, uh, however long it's taken me to learn how to knit a scarf, then uh, once I'm somewhat capable, I, how much time am I going to invest in making a scarf? Depends on how big your yarn is. If you have big yarn and big needles, it doesn't take as long. It goes faster. I'm going to use the yarn of the the little animal from oh, the, the Vicuna. Mm-hmm. I'm using that. What color? Black. Okay. That's the only color it's going, we're going to have. Yes. yes. Once it's once it makes it through customs and well, the, <laughs> yeah. here's the here's the sad part is that the Vicuna. I mean, it's two little balls and it makes enough to go right around your neck. Uh, okay. And to do that would probably take you, I would say, it just depends on the person. Some people knit faster than others. You're going to probably spend a good week. If you're, like, knitting at home at night, you're probably going to knit on it most of the week if, or more. Okay. Now, because not most people don't just get to wake up and knit all day. You know, right. you guys will get to hurry. Most people like when it's I kind of like reading work. a book. You read two chapters one night. You might read mm. eight chapters the next night. Yeah, but knitting's a nice uh, hobby for people to have, especially if you're busy. I always like when people come in and say, I'm too busy to knit. I'm like, I'm too busy to sit in the doctor's office and read People Magazine. I don't mm. know about you. Sure. You know, and especially, you know, as, as a parent, uh, you know, all the things. I sit by a pool. My son, son's a swimmer. And I'm there. You know how I many stuff I get done? I made a sweater at one meet, and people look at me at these meets, honestly, and they say, I don't have time to do this. Uh-huh. I'm like, we have spent, I think, going on 18 hours sitting at a pool, and you've been messing with your phone. Uh, yeah, I've yeah. finished a sweater. What's your, you know, what's your excuse? So it's it's good portable hobby. You can do it and be conversational, and you can just bring it with you in your bag. There's a girl that sits in front of us at church because we have assigned seats, and we know oh, we realize. Wait, but uh, but she'll she'll get the crochet sophomore girl, good athlete, and uh, and I'm like watching her and I'm like, just watch this. How I'm like I'm trying to figure out the pattern. I'm trying to figure out how because I don't know how to do it. Knit. And it's just amazing how fast she goes. And uh, oh yeah, amen. I gotta keep looking up here at the preacher. But I mean, it's just fast. It's amazing how fast mm-hmm. that goes. Yeah. So if you're really awesome at it, like what uh, they can like you get something while they're talking to you. Oh like, sure. Like, oh yeah. 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 It's crazy. Depends on what it does. Some projects are harder. They're, you know, that's why usually you don't just have one project going. My customers have like bags of stuff they're working on, and they'll have their conversational project. The one that takes more time they need to concentrate on or TV watching project. Mm-hmm. We've got different mm-hmm. ones for different purposes. Yeah. You mentioned that uh, something about the, the Rowan flagship store thing. Yes, that's very exciting. We're What's very that what does that? that mean? That okay, that mean? Rowan is a yarn label out of England. They've been around going on, I think, 41 years now. Um, yeah. If there was a counterpart that someone who didn't knit could relate to, it would be like the Ralph Lauren of yarn. They kind of have that style. They're very design-driven. It's not most companies, they make yarn and then try to figure out later what to do with the patterns. They have got some of the top designers in the industry. In fact, one of their longtime designers is this man named Kay Fassett. Um, he is actually studied at the design schools in England. Uh, Stuart Beavers, who is the lead designer for Coach, 
studied this man and brought him in to uh, collaborate on Coach's fall line. And so when knitters see what's on the runway for Coach, they're like, That's we know it. that look, <laughs> we know Kay Facet. So just to give you the idea of the level of talent that they bring to the table, um, Jeannie and I flew to uh, Philadelphia last spring to meet with Rowan. And, uh, Mr. No, with the Mr. company. Yeah, okay. they, they're a big company. Cool. Um, they've had a kind of a change of parent ownership and been going through kind of some rocky times. And now they've got on level ground. And so after listening to the little spiel, I thought, we need this. And so we are now started the process of becoming a flagship store, which we just launched in August. Um, there's not very many of them. If you wanted to visit another flagship store, I think the closest one would be uh, Colorado, maybe Denver area. Ooh. I think there's one in Iowa, Nebraska. Other than that, it's way north or on the coast. So I'm in. How many locations like this, top level stores, are in Oklahoma? There's... Um, there's stores, there's one in Edmond, there's one South Side, and there's one in Tulsa, okay. but there's only one me. Well, sure. <laughs> I didn't know if there was like you and like 20 others or you and four no. others. Yeah. No, they're, they're not. The yard shops are usually small. Yeah. No, it's, I'm, I'm kind of an honor. Yeah, it's huge. What I do. Yeah. I'm on, I'm on business. Yeah. You designed all that up there too? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. This place kind of my thing I like yeah, to do. In fact, yeah. one, a long time ago, uh, OSU brought a group over the students to study me for commercial design. I could tell. Yeah. I could tell. This guy never had a lesson except an eye for it, I guess. Really an accountant. That's the funny part. I can't pick out pillows for couches, so I'm, this is <laughs> so, so foreign to me. So you got tables and chairs out there. Mm -hmm. um, so like, this is kind of a communal type of, I almost call it a sport. We are, we are a community. We are a community. I mean, that's part of it. You know, I think that's part of the success. I think for anybody who's going to be a small business, if you're going to compete with the discount stores, which obviously we cannot do, um, or, you know, the internet, you have to really be kind of a, provide community for people. Mm -hmm. And that's what we do. I like to think of us as a destination. Uh, people who come here learn more than about knitting. You know, we solve problems, uh, hook people up with resources they might need. Uh, some Swapping are, ideas. Some are fun resources, yeah. some, are, some are serious resources. You know, that you know people who might need help, you know, we're mm -hmm. here, here for that. So, you know, I take that very seriously as part of, of what we do here. And then, you know, we also sell, you know, um, I also have clothing and some other handbags mm -hmm. and stuff. So I'm here just to, you know, anything I think that's cool that people need, I buy it. There you go. Yeah. So, you need more than just yarn. Those brand new folks who have never ever knitted before, mm -hmm. uh, they can come in here and they'll be like, they'll, they're, they're scared of like, what am I, what am I, how do you get started? But they can get like entire like kits, right? What, what we do is we've, did, we've re recently just revamped our beginner bunch class. We run it mm -hmm. once a month and you can knit or crochet and we've got it, we broke it down to just real simple, like project one, you can, you're making a scarf. We have three yarns, pick one, pick a color, you know, rather than the whole store full of yarn because yeah. that's where they're like, like here, pick mm -hmm. A, B, or C, yeah. and we start with the scarf. When they get that point, then we go to the next one. And so we've kind of got, you know, three levels there to get people learning, and it seems to be working really well. But um, that's what the class is for. Sometimes people say, well, I've never knit before. I'm like, good. Yeah. Yeah, if you, you showed learn? up wanting to yes. learn some advanced knitting in my beginner class, I'm going to give you this strange look. Like, not today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, this is for people who've never learned before. So. So I'm serious about this whole scarf thing. I, no. So I could come in and get the beginner, call it a beginner mm -hmm. bunch, like a kit mm -hmm. that yep, has all Beginner box number one. Um, it's mm -hmm. Everything that I need to make my scarf is in this thing, mm -hmm. the kit bunch. Mm -hmm. And I can come here 
bundle this. Yeah, it's in the uh, box. It's actually in all the way of a little box. And I can like, you know, sit out here at the table with like some others and they can mm -hmm. kind of like, oh, hey, Justin, you can't screw that up. Like, That's uh, what it does with, you know, I have, I have my gals, JD and I and others. So the, like the, at the end, is it like a, 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 a knot that you tie it up? Does it have like a special name like well, the, it depends the if Johnson you're talking, knot or? Uh, you just fasten it off. Fasten it off. Yeah, you do a slip <laughs> knot to start. Slip knot, see? Start see, with a slip I knot. I knew there was see? a knot somewhere. There are yeah. knot tying, it's only knot you use, yeah. the slip yeah. knot, but it could, the difference is just if, like the person at church that sits in front of you, yeah. if they are, have a needle in one hand and has a hook on the end, that's crochet. Yes, yes. Knitting's with two needles. Wait, say that one time? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Crochet right is just a hook, uh -huh. one hook. Knitting, okay. you have two things, two needles. Sometimes you have five needles, but we won't scare you yet. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen five needles. Oh, yeah. That's, okay. How do you do with five needles? That's how you make a sock. It's called double points. Oh, like Freddy Krueger. Oh, my God. They look really intimidating, but they're yeah. not. Yeah. Right? So, so I wouldn't even, like, this, I would not even know where to begin to even... That's right. Okay. That's like For building example, a building. I don't. I, if you well, if you building a building, they don't show up and just say, "Well, I guess we'll put some boards here and see what we get." Right. They have a plan. Right. They have a plan. Even most people now, some <laughs> people who cook are real <laughs> chefs, and they can just go in the kitchen with ingredients and throw things together. Right. But most of us have cookbooks. Well, we have patterns, and that's what you do. Most people have patterns. Some people can do kind of that freeform stuff. Usually, sometimes it looks like that too. Yeah. And then other people, you know, like myself, we can design our own stuff. But it's not like we just start making it. We have to, you know, plan kind yeah. of a blueprint. We have to come up with a pattern. So yeah, you don't have to worry about all that. You just follow the instructions and do what it says. Of course, I'm real good. Like a fax machine still blows my mind. How you can put a piece of paper, and it comes over lines, and it comes out. So. Yeah. Now this is less complicated. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess you have a lot of customers, or some customers that you know buy your products, make things, and then sell them. Like they they have their own businesses. No. No. It's not more usually. Like a, kind of just doesn't pay. Personal. Yeah. I mean, there's some. I mean, but it just doesn't does not pay. Yeah. I mean, because the scarf you're talking about making, say you, you get the scarf and buy, spend like $30 on yarn to make a scarf with, and then you're going to sit and spend hours and hours working on it. You want to charge like $1,000 for a scarf. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It makes you think about like kind of like the ridiculousness of how cheap clothing is. Like, yeah. Like yeah. Buying a, yeah, buying a t-shirt, I get, I get grumpy mm -hmm. if I go to like a concert and the band is selling a t-shirt for like 30 bucks. I'm like, 30 bucks? Yeah. Oh. But it's like this world of fabric mm -hmm. and complicated things, even if it was like mass produced, it's still super complicated. Well, especially yeah. in knitwear, you know, you're not going to find hand knits uh, at a really affordable price. And you have to watch the label because if it just says hand knit, it's probably actually machine knit. There are machines like home uh, knitters can have that, you know, where you operate the machine by hand. Uh -huh. So they count that as hand knit. Oh, but if it, unless it says hand knit on two needles, then it's hand knit. And I promise you, almost anything you find that way is over in a third world country where people are getting paid rice to right. make this thing with. Yeah. And even then it's expensive. So when I always, someone says, I want you to make me a sweater. And I say, you can't afford me. I'm not being rude. It's yeah. kind of probably true. <laughs> or maybe more than you're willing to pay. So it's, it's, it's a, a sweater real for a house. gift yes. to get one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's not that bad. I'll, I'll just have Justin make me one. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Justin. Anytime. Anytime. Um, so like, this, this huge store you have. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, you have some things other than just you know, yarn. What kind of like items can you buy in your shop? If you're not into yarn, and maybe yarn's not your thing, I have women's clothing. Uh, some real select lines that I, I like, you know, that mm -hmm. I wear. I'm very picky about what I buy. They're usually U.S. made and um, are flattering on all types of people. That's as a person over the age of 
whatever. <laughs> I, you kind of have to, you can't wear what you wore when you were 20 when you get over 40, we'll say that. I'm more than that though. And um, clothing, I have handbags. There's a real, real fun handbag line. Um, knitters love bags, whether it's to put their knitting in or just for handbags. Mm -hmm. I have um, lotions. I, I don't know, there's anything. I even have a great line of salsa. What? I know. Well, okay, it, it, it's Maria Reyes, and she's actually, uh, I know her. She's a customer of mine. Her name is Mary. She comes from Enid. She's Wait, here every that, Tuesday. I, I've seen her salsa before at other no. places, too. Yes, yeah, I was buying it at Crest, and they quit carrying the, the, yeah. the level I liked, and so she's right. bringing it to me from Enid. And so many people here, especially on Tuesdays, we're really busy. All ladies come or want her salsa. I'm like, why don't we just sell your salsa, Mary? And her chips are awesome, and you're not going to find those at the grocery store. I didn't even know that was an Oklahoma mm -hmm. thing. She's out of Enid. In fact, you can come meet her on most Tuesdays. It's up at State Fair right now, so wait a few weeks. Uh, mm -hmm. uh. Oh. She's hilarious. She would like Mary. Uh, she has fantastic salsa. She, and she's, yeah. uh, and she's a hoot. She's a lot of fun. Oh, what a small room. Yeah, so if it's anything small that we think we need that, you know, would enhance the life of my customers, uh, I buy it. Uh, mm -hmm. So are your, are your customers, are they mild salsa people or hot salsa people? Level this two is, is the best seller. She has level one, two, and three. One's for people who don't okay. like any spice at all. Two is right on, and three is a, okay. little, got a little more. You don't like the pain? Oh, uh, no. I'm so, no. No. Uh, it's not no. that spicy, but oh. it's good. And she's in a recipe. Lights me a up. Good uh, uh, cake recipe that uses her salsa. What? Yeah, it's really good. Oh, this is so educational. I, I, you can learn all sorts of stuff yeah. hanging out here. This my, is just tip of the iceberg. <laughs> my wife loves, like, as hot as you can get the salsa, she did Oh, it. my gosh. Yeah. Even, like, uh, we go to see, uh, like, Thai restaurants. Mm -hmm. and my wife is, what is it, like, one to five? Is that what the scale is at Thai restaurants? Uh -huh. She's a five. Oh, wow. And it's just... Does she have any taste buds? Wrong. Oh, no. That is weird. Dragon. <sighs> Breathing fire. Yeah. She's, a, she's weird. Love you. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> yeah. Weird. It's uh, edited out anyway. Um, downtown location. I mean, it, it, it is nice. We talked about it a little bit oh, earlier, yeah. but man, you got so much stuff around you that it, it does make it a nice little people from Kansas City or whatever. Can Makes come it down. easy to find yeah. for the most part. I like being on this side of Oklahoma. It helps having the parking lot out back uh, where Jasmine is because the street parking stays pretty full. Yeah. Especially yeah. with you know lunchtime and my customers know I've got the cool entrance with the big rooster and the lips on the door. Yeah. yeah so yeah. when it was closed down last week, I'm like, look for the rooster. Come on up the steps. So we leave the back door. You know, back door is always open. So if they can't find a place to park, they know just park yeah. in the back. So it makes it easier because it's very rare that there's not a parking spot back there. Well, the big old sign that says SWACK. Yeah, and the, my big rooster. Yeah, it's not a big, yeah, rooster, big back rooster. rooster. Yeah, big rooster. I love it when the shops have entrances off of like the alleyways. For some reason, I think they're just cool. Mm -hmm. I, visit, um, I think he was uh, visiting Madison, Wisconsin, and there was like a whole like row of uh, businesses that had like their alternate entrances in the mm -hmm. alley, and those were like, just a little bit cooler. Oh yeah, you're cooler you can, when you come in the back alley. You could make it a little bit weirder. Right. You didn't have to entrance like, like a committee or something. That, you know, right, you're special. The VIP. Yeah, right. come in the back I've been alley. here before. Yeah. I know what I'm doing. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so other than like the kind of like dropping in with the beginner bunch kind of things, mm -hmm. um, uh, there's been, especially over the summer, like lots of like uh, arts kind of things and like uh, uh, fiber arts. Yeah. Is that the right phrase. Fiber arts. Yeah, mm -hmm. so maker days mm -hmm. in Guthrie, those kind of things. That's like that's a kind of like a growing. It's thing. a movement that's yeah. been going for a while. It's nice to see that you know people are interested in making stuff. People need to make stuff. I think in electronic age, something about 
being able to use your hands and say, wow, I did this. Hold on, I got a message. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, get off your phone yeah. and, and actually create something. It, it's good to do. And the makers uh, type projects focus on something where you can just pop in, make something and leave. And yeah. we are able to you know, cater some things that we do to that. We usually have a beginner bunch running that day anyway. Not that you'll leave with a scarf, sure. but you'll be well on your way. And then we've got, we've got another one coming up in October where we're gonna do a crochet jewelry. And anybody can do that because you're basically learning what you learned to start crocheting to make this with. So you can make a necklace, learn step one of crochet and not know how to do anything before you come in. We dyed scarves last Saturday. Well, that was fun. So we, we find things that kind of work with it, but yeah. knitting and crochet is not really a, a make and take type activity. Is it, is there like a, is it like year round? Is there a season that's like oh, winter yeah, time? Yeah, there's a season. Yeah. Our season is when people are indoors and bored. Yeah. So nice weather when the garden centers are hopping, not good for, uh, not yeah. good for me. We compete with that a lot. Um, so, you know, right now, you know, we get busy when it gets hot because again, their yard's dying, tired watering, ready for winter. We get kind of busy and then it slows down a little bit going into September, although we've been super busy because of this Rowan launch. Um, and then mid-October is when it really hits and we're busy through March, especially January. January's my best month. January. Mm -hmm. Yeah. People are done with Christmas and other mm. people and it's me time. So yeah. they can really, you know, buy stuff and make stuff mm. for themselves. Hot chocolate, knitting. Goes together. together. Yeah, yeah, nothing better than a snowstorm. Mm -hmm. uh, some of the people I've met before, they have shops, especially up north where it snows a lot. They say they'll yeah. be like in a strip mall. And the only two places left open are them in the liquor store. Yard of liquor. Yeah. <laughs> hot chocolate. Everybody <laughs> else goes home, you know. But, so you know. whiskey, you put in the hot chocolate while you're knitting. Yep, we're right up there with bread, milk, and whiskey when it comes to snow. Oh, so like yeah. a song, bread, milk, and whiskey. <laughs> and yarn. And yarn. Yeah, that's all you need. Maybe more knitting songs. Not a whole lot of knitting songs. Probably, maybe. Slipknot, that's a group. Slipknot, that was right. Yeah. No. <laughs> I, I, I bet they had some crochet. There probably yeah. are some. Yeah. I'm just not usually into knitting songs. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you could write me one. Uh, I read an article about, this is this is dating <laughs> me, and also it talks about my musical days. I read an article about Slipknot, the, the band. <laughs> like, Those guys are old. <laughs> yeah. They're all old. It's so sad. Okay. Um, uh, some current event kind of thing. Uh, this Saturday is the fly-in day out at the airport. Cool. Yes. Lots of activities out there at the Guthrie Edmund uh, Airport. Regional Airport. Regional Airport? G-E-R-A. G-E-R. Guthrie Edmund Regional Airport. Nice. You're That's how I remember it. G-E-R-A, yeah. 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 Gera. Right on. Gera. So there are tons of like uh, activities for kids and grown-ups, and uh, I think you can even take plane rides. Right? Absolutely. I think so. Yeah. Like eight cool. to seventeen year olds, something like that. Yeah. 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 We can just make that. that my time. kid, my kid, my kids have done it before. Oh, right on. Yeah. Cool. I was like, oh, my kids up in the air with a stranger. That's awesome. But these are well trained. Yeah. Right. It's a fun Responsible thing. adults. You assume they're points. just well trained. Yeah. I don't think Shalon would let anybody just fly yeah. my kid up in the of air. Of course not. Of course yeah. not. Uh, food trucks. Yeah. You can go out there and fly a plane, eat some food, have a truck. Like a professional, not just like a pickup truck. <laughs> right. Uh, it's like trucks made to serve and cook food. That's um, the name food truck. Yep. Keep on oh, so if you want more information about the fly-in, 282-2312. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, uh, Byron Berlin has a show Saturday night. Uh, 21st, actually. 21st, yes. 
uh, 7.30 at his new place. Uh, also on the 21st, um, the big car show down at Mineral Wells Park. The uh, flashbacks. We have some good car shows here. We do. It's kind big of big ones. Yeah, it's kind of become like a uh, like a car show town. It just looks good to have like old fancy pretty cars parked in front of old fancy pretty buildings. Yeah, it's a good combination. Good view. Yeah. Um, uh, fancy old cars parked in front of swack. Mm. Uh, yeah. So are you good with cars? Like, oh, that's a '58 Camaro Chevrolet. I'm the worst. I couldn't finish them. Yeah. I thought. You go with cars? Model? I used to be yeah. when I was younger. Of course, now I, you know I'm married. I'm the I am the first lady of auto parts. Right, right, you know. right. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, I defer to my husband now. It's, it's, what, it's what made me think of it. You could probably name all these. I used to I used to have a Mustang when I was a kid, and my dad worked out of town, so if it broke, I had to get out there and learn how to fix it. So it's pretty handy. I could do all sorts of stuff. You said Mustang. What's weird? I had a friend that lived a Mustang in high school, and he drove a Yukon. Now he's an adult, he lives in Yukon, drives a Mustang. That's the weirdest thing. Okay, there you go. <laughs> Here all day. <laughs> so I don't have to do car repair anymore. I married an yeah. auto parts guy. Yeah. All my older brothers were like, they're car guys that know car stuff and my father can look at car cars and tell you what it is. And mm -hmm. if something breaks, they can fix it. I don't know. I can't do any of that. We can drive down the street and Keith can name off part numbers for trucks and stuff. Oh, I can imagine. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 That's a such and such. I'm like, he knows the numbers. Yeah. There was one time when uh, something was wrong with our car. I'm so proud of this story. I'm glad I even tell it. Um, like in the uh, whatever was wrong with it, I can't remember now. But uh, we took it to a, a mechanic, and he was basically like, "You know what? I hate doing this. That whatever that repair is, is like, it's just not like on the pistons or it was, exhaust it like a, or it's like a four dollar part." Oh. But he was like, I'm going to charge you $200 to fix this because wow. you have to move everything yeah, out of the way. Yeah, it sucks to do this job. Um, so he's like, I, I, I don't want to do it, but you can look up YouTube videos and that's figure out how to do it. That's the kiss of death right there. And I was like, yeah. that'll, that'll save me $200, but I just watched you. He's like, yeah, you can do this. And so I bought like the $4 part. This is going to be bad. I can already tell. And I watched YouTube videos <laughs> for like five days yep. trying to figure out how to do this. And like it was like, you had to like reach like blind down into like back behind the engine. And it was just impossible. It, I've tried it for days and I couldn't get it to work. It was some kind of sensor you had to do with like replace. Finally, this is the this is the genius of the internet. Um, <laughs> some guy on YouTube had this genius idea. He's like, every nobody can do this job. It's so it's 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 a pain to do this. But if you get your iPhone and like you like reach down there with a flashlight and like just take a picture. As soon as like you take a picture and see what you're doing, uh, he's like, at that point your brain will figure it out. You can feel it. Yeah, and mm -hmm. so I, I took a picture. I was like, ah, oh, that makes sense, and I fixed it. You should have charged really? that mechanic yeah. two hundred dollars for your tip. Yeah, I, I treated myself two hundred dollars. Good for you. Yeah. Usually those stories don't end that way. Believe me, I hear. Right. Oh yeah, I, yeah. I, I took, I've, I've broken a lot of stuff. <laughs> so you'd day. be able to open your hood on your car that you drive two days of the year. <laughs> and you'd be and you'd be able to find the alternator. Um, the the qualifying part of that is it's being yes able to open no, the hood. Yes no. oh, opening the hood, first of all, it's like I, I do that so seldom. Most of them, I'm like, how, oh my god, how do you open his hood? Um, but I got to open the hood. Oh, um, that opened back there. Yeah, I might be able. To, I think I can. No, I think I can. I pointed an alternator. Think you could? Yeah. What's the benefit of a classic car? You just reach up in there and grab it. You know. Yeah. New cars make it harder. Yes. Uh, they don't want you working. It's all computer chips. But that's the cool thing. Put 
the thing into the computer, <laughs> and, the, and the computer uh, tells you. I can you, tell you stories about that too. Yeah. Well, that's another. Yeah. If Lance, Lance Benton's probably watching this, going, "Oh yeah. my god." Yeah. Uh, I remember in college, a friend of a friend of mine bought a, a Saab, and we tried for like hours to get to to open the hood, and finally realized it opened the other direction. Uh, it was like one of those instead yeah. of. If you're listening, yes. I just did a hand motion for like the hood opening this way and then opening the opposite direction. Just yeah. so you're aware of what's happening on this episode. <sighs> so. Yeah, I, that's way beyond me too. Uh, so. The last uh, little thing on the calendar I'm going to point out is on the 21st, there's going to be a, uh, a bicycle race. That's your alley. Huh? That's, that's your alley. alley. Yeah, yeah, that's you. Uh, so uh, there's uh, the, the G3... Um, bicycle race series is in Guthrie this fall. September is fall, right? In September, we'll call it fall. Yeah, well, so it turns fall. to fall yeah. eventually. Pre fall. Right? Yeah. So the first one is September 21st. That's fall. This is a Saturday. We'll call it fall. Yeah. And so if you like uh, uh, riding bicycles, racing bicycles, racing gravel bicycles, really specifically, it's kind of a little niche. Yeah. Uh, you, know, you, know, <laughs> you can sign up. Uh, uh, Look for Google G3 gravel bicycle race, and you can also go to like uh, bike uh, bike reg bike reg dot com whatever I pronounce it. Is that R E G? Yeah. Okay. R E G. Yeah, and that it's a 60, uh, 60 mile hundred kilometer race. Which is brutal. Um, Are you I'll, gonna do it? I'll take your word for it. I'm gonna sign up and try. Okay. Now, yeah. what's the furthest you've gone on a bike? You've done like twenty, haven't you? Yeah, I, like you kind of do that kind of weekly, like yeah, ten to twenty. Yeah, like the the regular Thursday night rides in Guthrie, right. that group that rides, uh, we usually go somewhere between like fourteen and 20, eighteen, something like that. Um, but sixty is something that I haven't done in years and years. Yeah. But bicyclists love bikers love coming to Guthrie. I've had customers yeah. over these years that they'll uh, drive up here and their husbands will bike in. They'll bike in from like Shawnee and Stillwater, mm -hmm. and then I don't know how many bikers I've had cleaning up in my bathroom, and then they'll go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's so really that's like a always hub fun. Especially the gravel riding like scene, like Logan County is really is like one of the best counties well, I bet. in the state for that. <laughs> we uh, have a lot of gravel roads, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, it actually came up at lunch today. Your your group on Thursday night, and they yeah. were talking about how many how many people are in that, and like twenty plus. Yeah. Yeah. Like most Thursdays, it's about you know fifteen twenty yeah. folks that show yeah. up and ride together, mm -hmm. and um, yeah, the grab like. Gravel bicycle riding. Who I knew? would think you would want to uh, avoid gravel. It's, it's awesome. The okay. best part about it is, like, uh, I don't, I hardly ever ride my bike on like like long road rides mm -hmm. anymore, just because I don't want to die. Oklahoma is a, is a horrible place to ride your bicycle oh, on a road. Yes. Um, but now that people have discovered, hey, I can ride for sixty miles on gravel roads in Oklahoma, and I might get passed by two cars. Safer than yeah, yeah than you think. About. It's fantastic. And your group's not all about. This is if you guys go 18 miles, someone can join you and go 10 miles, and it's oh yeah, it's a, yeah. it's a it's a every week it's a no drop what they call it, no drop like right where we're not gonna leave anybody right so we always have like you know some folks usually kind of breaks up into two main groups you have the folks in the front they really want to like get out there and go and there are those of us who show kind of, offs yeah then there's those of us me included in the back who are just kind of like moseying along enjoying the scenery. There are people like me that show up at the end and just walk my bike across and go, yeah, yeah well, that was quite a race. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and you guys meet Thursday nights at Hoboken? Yeah, we leave, we leave at 6.30 from the parking lot there at Hoboken. Um, and then, like, 
uh, we're usually back and done by uh, by eight. And oh, wow. then, we, then we hang out for like you know an hour, just have a good time. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Very cool. Hey, uh, before we get out of here, it was cool to see the lieutenant governor had a weekend getaway mm-hmm. here in Guthrie. Yeah, he and his wife that was nice. made a weekend out of yeah. it. Yeah. So I think they, uh, like his Facebook post said they stayed over at Gary Good's place, mm-hmm. uh, ate down at Gage's, uh, went over to Red Brick Nights, hung out. Very cool. Yeah. Had the last Red Brick Nights of the year. So that's over for, for another summer. It kind of signals the end of summer almost in Guthrie now. Yeah. Summer is over when when the record might. So why are you stopping in September and not in October? Uh, well, the the first weekend of October is always bluegrass. Festival. Oh, that's right. That's so, right. Yeah. Um, so kind of let, let that be yeah. bluegrass weekend. Let so, them have their week to shine. Yeah. Yeah. They don't need our help. To <laughs> yeah. Right. No, no. So they've only been doing it for twenty some odd years. Twenty four. This will be the twenty fourth or twenty third. Oh, I think man. it's twenty fourth. Byron told us last week. Yes. We've already forgotten. Yeah, I think it's twenty four. Really bad listeners. I think it's twenty four. Yeah. We'll go with that. Yeah. Cool. It's 24. Yeah. I think it's 24. Let's make stuff up. Yeah. Keely, thanks for having us in your well, amazing Oh, thank you for coming. Thank you. So make sure you uh, come by and visit Keely's shop and you got a website, right? Oh, yeah. Which is? Swacknit.com. 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 All one oh. word. Two yeah. K's in the middle. Cool. Yep. All right. Visit your website. Stop in. Check it out. It's a wonderful place. Thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Well done. Right. We'll see you. Oh, we're going to uh, take in the, uh, next week off. We'll see you in a couple weeks. We'll probably uh, throw up some like uh, some of our greatest hits next week. We, we have, have greatest we hits? Have, we have greatest enough episodes hit, now to have like, uh, like yeah. Well, I shouldn't have called them greatest hits because then like, if somebody doesn't see their, their episode, they're like, why wasn't I yeah. greatest hit? Rerun. God damn. Yeah. <laughs> God to reruns. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so, like a lot of work for Aaron. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron has to go through all of those. <laughs> Maybe we'll just be off next week. (laughs) (laughs) See you you in a couple weeks.